mostly adolescents, some young adults come into the hospital with basic respiratory problems. That's how it starts. But the traditional treatment that you would give somebody isn't working. The only thing they do know is that all of these patients with this mystery lung disease have used vaping products. What does it take to get a more in-depth look into the week's top local news story? The Debrief brings you inside for a one-on-one -on -one conversation with our reporters. Every week, right here, right now. The Debrief. Brought to you by Hackensack Meridian Health. Visit our partner site, NBCNewYork.com slash HealthU, to help you on your health journey. Hackensack Meridian Health. Life years ahead. So the research has been clear. Vaping is up among adolescents. I mean, we're talking middle schoolers and high schoolers. But the Centers for Disease Control recently raised a new concern about a possible link between vaping and some lung disease. Let's dig into it. Hello, everyone. I'm David Ushery, an anchor at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. on News 4 New York. This is our debrief podcast where we try to take a little bit of a deeper dive into local stories. Ida Siegel, one of our longtime, we don't say veteran because then <laughs> people misinterpret that as old. You, you just started very young, <laughs> and therefore, as a result, you have been here a long time, Ida, and we're happy to have you, Thanks. your debut on the debrief podcast Thank as well. Happy so you took a look at this, and I think it's important for us, especially for parents or, or everyone, really, yeah. to kind of outline exactly what the CDC said in recent right. days of the story you covered. Right. So let's talk about it. Well, the truth is the CDC doesn't exactly know why it's happening. They just know that it's happening. And it's now up to 16 states where they're seeing mostly adolescents, some young adults, come into the hospital with basic respiratory problems. That's how it starts. But the traditional treatment that you would give somebody isn't working. So antibiotics and rest is not helping. In fact, the symptoms are getting worse. So it's pneumonia-like symptoms. It's shortness of breath, coughing up blood. Some people have even need to be uh, hospitalized in critical care, and they don't know why. The only thing they do know is that all of these patients with this mystery lung disease have used vaping products. And so because because they all have that in common, the CDC said that was enough to send out an alert and to especially warn parents that this could be a possible link. And we're now up to more than 150 patients nationwide, and that includes adolescents in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. There's been an increased number of cases of vaping-related illnesses uh, that we've noticed both here in the state, but I've heard about across the country. So it's affecting us locally, and as school is beginning to get underway again, parents and school administrators are very concerned. We're very fearful. You know, this is, again, this is the most serious adolescent public health crisis that our country has faced in a long time. And I think we wanted to take a deeper dive, Ida, because some parents may not realize how young uh, kids yeah. are starting to vape. The perception was that vaping is uh, safer than cigarette smoking. Right. Um, but we need to be very clear about that. Correct? Well, and, and you're not incorrect to say that the marketing has been that notion exactly, which is if you're trying to quit smoking, this is a safe alternative. And in fact, one of the teenagers that we interviewed goes to a local private school in Manhattan, and there was a vaping representative that came to his school and told the kids, he says, Vaping is safe. You can do it. This is much better than smoking. It's scary because who knows when the next person, I mean, I've heard stories about people ending up in the hospital. And he said to himself, and a lot of his friends said to themselves, oh, great. 
this thing that all my friends are doing is actually safe. It's better than smoking. I've been taught since day one that smoking cigarettes is unhealthy, but nobody really said anything about vaping, so vaping is fine. And guess what? It comes in all these cool, fun flavors like pink lemonade and apple pie and watermelon. So a lot of the parents who have rallied around these efforts to stop vaping are saying that the vaping companies have gone out of their way to say that it's safe and to market it to children. That's their contention and they want it to stop because increasingly there is at least some evidence to suggest that not only is it potentially not healthy, but it could actually be dangerous. Exactly, and I guess relative to tobacco products, e-cigarettes are new and now right. Food and Drug Administration, the CDC says, in essence, we are now trying to catch up and look at some effects of this. Well, because it's so new, there really aren't wide-sweeping long-term studies that tell us exactly what's in the vaping product, what toxins could be there, and how it can affect someone's health in the short term and in the long term. There is one recent study that says that in the very short term, the first time you vape, it can affect the blood flow and damage your blood vessels. In just one time that you vape, it basically slows down the flow of blood through your blood vessels. Now, if you do it once, doctors say that's not a big deal, but if you're a chronic vapor over time, this can increase the likelihood of heart disease and even heart attack later in life. And so that's the concern that people think, oh, it's safe, but actually maybe it's not. And I know that you got reaction from the American Vaping Association, which yeah. kind of represents some of these companies, and I want to get to that in a moment, but I just want us to be clear. There is nicotine in e-cigarettes? E-cigarettes, not all of them. It not depends on the product you buy, but the lion's share of them have nicotine, and it's nicotine combined with these fun flavors. So it can be a pleasing sensation. The teenager that we interviewed said he really liked mint because it was a breath freshener. It's like chewing gum, mm -hmm. but you're also vaping, and a lot of his friends, most of his friends are doing it. He's 16 years old, and so he felt like he was in, he was getting his fresh breath, it felt this cooling sensation. He was like, there's no downside. That's what he told me. One of the things the CDC says it's not sure about is whether there's some other pr uh, predict, metals, if you will, well, in the device the, or the, the tool to use to smoke. That's true, and sometimes the vaping products can be laced with THC, which is the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana, and the American Vaping Association says that their products are safe, and they believe that when the investigation concludes and they hopefully at some point figure out what is the ultimate cause of all of this lung disease, they think it will prove to show that these particular products were spiked with THC and that because they were spiked with THC, that is the cause of the pulmonary disease. Uh, whether or not that's true is unclear. You can get vaping products like on the black market, so to speak. You can buy them on the street. You don't necessarily have to go into a store and purchase them. And if you buy it on the street, then yeah, there's an increased likelihood that there's gonna be something in there you don't know. Or let's say you go to a party and they're just passing them around it's at the party. Likely. It's like getting a spiked drink. You don't know what's in that vaping device. And it's certainly possible that at least a, a portion of these people who are sick ingested THC either knowingly or unknowingly, and that could have also contributed to their illness. One other thing I want you to do before we go, in the sense that we're trying to give a 101 to parents who may just be catching up, they may have heard the name Juul, J-U-U-L. Right. 
just explain, that is one company, correct? Jewel is one company. It's the biggest company. Um, they've done really well selling vaping products, and so their brand has become a verb. A lot of kids will say, oh, we're going to go Jewel. You know, we're going to smoke after school, essentially. It's smoking, it's vaping. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's the brand. They have a lot of different flavors. They have said they're not going to make their flavors available to young kids. But the parents we spoke to say you can go to any corner bodega in Manhattan and you can still get a variety of different flavors. And so for them, you know, that's problematic. So we know at least a couple of attorney generals, state attorney generals, are paying attention, taking mm -hmm. notice. Congress is taking notice with some committees. The takeaway for parents, I guess, Ida, is yeah. uh, stand up and take notice about this Stand up vaping. and take notice and, and be aware that your local governments and your federal government has not regulated vaping. So in the meantime, it's up to you as the head of your household and you're as the parent of your children to regulate it in your house and really do a deeper dive in your kid's room and find out what's happening. Have the conversations with your kids. Some people tend to think, well, if we don't talk about alcohol and drugs and nicotine and all of these things, then we don't give them the idea to do it and therefore that's better. And experts actually say the best idea is to bring it up talk to them about vaping. Even if they hadn't heard of it before, that's okay. Bring the subject up so that when they do encounter it, or if they already have likely encountered it in middle school and high school, they know what's in it. A lot of these kids don't even know that the vaping liquid has nicotine. They don't know that nicotine is an addictive substance. And so now you have all of these teenagers that are addicted to vaping, and they didn't even know that that's what was happening. And again, the research shows it is surging among adolescents. Ida Siegel really giving us an eye-opening lesson here about vaping. I know you'll stay on top of this if we have to follow this up. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, David. We'll look forward to seeing you again on The Debrief. We thank you for joining us. I'm David Usher, your host. We want to thank our producers, Jesse Edwards, Leah McBain, and Ben Berkowitz from the NBC New York digital team. We came to you from our busy newsroom in case you heard some chatter behind us, but we were laser-like focused on what Ida was telling us. <laughs> we'll see you next time on The Debrief.